I'm going to show off my Avatar shirt. Hi, my name is Sean Shirley. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek, wearing a great Avatar shirt. You show those shirts off. Chris, that's a handsome one you got well, on there. I would show it off more, but I'm very cold. I'm always cold in my basement. And so... Our wives... When I have time, people just see me wear the same hoodie. Our wives trap us in our basements where we belong. And yeah, it's cold. Factually, it's colder down here most of the time. And also, as soon as I unmuted my microphone is exactly when Charlie barks. I'm worried it's going to like scare people mid-entry song. They're going to be like jamming to our opening our opening tunes and all of a sudden there's gonna be a loud charlie bark anyway welcome to avatar the last podcasters this week very exciting at least in our opinion we're gonna do top 10 quotes from avatar the last airbender and the legend of korra we are well, specifically gonna motivational specifically motivational oh did you inspirational. say inspirational specifically inspirational yeah okay you know, I forgot about that, but I'm glad you said it now. <laughs> Your quotes were inspirational. The ones that well, you said... Well, it's just the best quotes from Avatar just happen to be that way. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. Probably. True. The, yeah. I mean... Gosh, do you not read my stuff? I, it doesn't matter. No, no. Let's, it's all... My problem is that is I the, don't retain anything. Like, my ears and eyeballs and stuff take in information all the time, but my brain does not hold it. Um, so you I'm got sure to the right answer. You got to the right answer, no matter how you got there. Now, no, now I'm self-conscious. I'm the... reading them right now just to make sure they. Yeah, they're pretty inspirational. I'm fine with it. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Top ten, which I will definitely title the YouTube video correctly. Inspirational quotes from Avatar: The Last Airbender, and I almost said Avatar: The Last Podcasters. Like I was going to go back and listen to all of our stuff and pick out our top quotes. They're all John Mulaney quotes. Avatar Last Airbender and Legend of Korra quotes. What's up with the forklift? And <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, we each picked five, and then Chris validated there's not a whole lot of overlap. We're going to go in alternating order, just kind of from ten to one. Chris, what am I forgetting? What else would you like to have? What inspired you to do quotes? That is a good question. One thing I am very inspired with. So, and I... Me too. Honestly, underestimated just how many inspirational quotes there are. <laughs> I was yeah, my, my list. I had a similar problem, but then when it came time to cut off at five, I didn't have that much problem cutting out my top five. Like there were way more yeah. contenders than I would have guessed, but then when I actually came out to like picking the five most, I didn't have a whole lot of issue doing that. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, oh, and then in the above, so we'll share some uh, some of the viewers' favorite quotes. Oh, um, yeah, well, good. Which also thank you for commenting yeah, but, on our post, Christian. Thank you for sharing the post. Yes, but what inspired me was really so I've spoke before about Lucian program I'm in, and in that <laughs> we had to give a final presentation of like what did we learn throughout the whole entire thing. And they were pretty loose on like how you formatted it and everything. Like you could have did it. And so I found myself throughout the year, throughout all the trainings, relating the trainings to like different quotes from different TV shows and movies. A lot of them were from Avatar Last Airbender. So I've been thinking a lot about motivational quotes from Avatar Last Airbender. It's funny at the graduation, the uh, uh, one of one of the member of within the cohorts people who are also in the program you know they were chosen to speak and in her speech 
she was saying everything she learned from each individual person. She's like, you're from Chris. We learned that all you need to know in life is quotes from Al Charles Airbender. It would get you a long ways in life. Frankly, like, listen, you don't have a moral Um, compass. Just check out this show and you'll kind of develop one, you know? Yeah. Honestly, like throughout some training, I was like, you guys just need to watch Avatar. It was a training about resilience. I was like, you guys need to watch, you know, I was saying this to people. I was like, guys, listen to Korra. It's all pretty much all about resilience. And and, (laughs) But anyway, Uh, so that's kind of what inspires. I've been thinking a lot about these really great quotes. avatar no time like the present we kind of been saving it not for a a rainy day but i know it's one of those things you've had on your list for a while and i'm excited to actually put it down on paper and and get to do it chris shall i start with number 10 you go ahead start with number 10 uh everyone's gonna tell me probably that i underrated this quote a little bit and i completely respect that but number 10 even though we should learn from those who came before us, we must also forge our own path. As from the Korra side, that frequently seems to be, at least among Korra fans that I interact with, which is a small group, that almost always seems to come up as one of like the finer moments of that entire series. Yeah, no, that's a really great quote, because one thing I felt, I felt that quote... It uh, it has respect for the past, right? But it's like the past isn't always going to give you the right answer. Like you have to learn from it, but you also have to understand there's new nuances to things, and you have to set your own, chart your own path, uh, lead your own way. It's the much more polite way to say the same thing that Daniel Tosh does in his jokes about the founding fathers being pieces of shit <laughs> who had a who had a few good ideas. It's like the better way to say that. <laughs> My daughter, <laughs> I was just talking to my daughter about, I, I'm so upfront with her about stuff. And I'm like, question things in, in class. And I think about stuff. Because, like, there are plenty of people who are praised and who are, like, did terrible things. Like, they did some great, amazing things as well. But you have to see the whole picture of people. Uh, so you can't just take, anyway, I'll tell her, like, George Washington, who everyone praises, owned slaves. Because uh, we were, oh, we were going down the street and like all these streets are named after presidents. And I was like, yeah, she was like, what's up with these names? And I was like, oh, they're named after presidents. And then anyway, went through that whole spiel. Uh, I mean, it brings us to this exact point here, which like, yeah, we should learn from those that came before us. And there's good and bad to take away from those people and take it all and then use that information and forge your own way. You got it, Mackenzie. Yeah. yeah. You're such a good parent. I'm intimidated, Chris. <laughs> I send my kids to you. <clears throat> Worry about it when the time comes, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's number ten, and that is a. Uh, they're gonna have a. You're gonna have an afro with the black power pick coming through it. As long as they're happy, man. Um, express yours. One thing I'm not very good at is like self-expression. So if they came back a little more like naturally expressive, I would be cool with that. But that's my number. That's my number five personally, and it was the hardest to rank, or at least I was the saddest. That I, I mean, I literally ran out of space to put it higher. But such is life. Mm-hmm. My number five. <clears throat> Original count, or I'll, I'll say this is number nine. Number. You're five nine. Number Whichever nine. You're more comfortable. That's fine. Let's go number nine. We'll rank. We'll rank. It'll be official top ten. We'll rank these. Number nine. 
You must never give in to despair. Allow yourself to slip down that road and you surrender to your lowest instincts. In the darkest times, hope is something you give yourself. That is the meaning of inner strength. That is from Iroh. That is from Avatar's Airbender episode. Oh man, season two. He's telling Zuko this when Zuko. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember the episode name. He's talking. Zuko just talked a song um, about stuff, but Zuko's like the lowest he can get to. He's like down. His father's completely, completely abandoned him. They're all out to kill him. He has no real hope. And this little negative wisdom from Iroh tells him, like, don't give up. Like, you have to give yourself some hope. Like, hold on to that. Really a great quote, quote from uh, Iroh. I assume that I a common... That is... I read the wrong one. Doesn't matter. Still number nine. Uh, I assume a common theme here is that, like, as you're saying these quotes, you could... If you didn't know we were talking about Avatar, you could be like, is that from the Bible or from Aristotle? Or, like, what are you talking about? I, sometimes I feel so sad through this. I feel like I'm bad. I'm like, boy, I can quote Avatar so well and have life lessons from it. Chris, and, uh, I was I was raised Catholic, and you're probably aware of a stereotype that Catholics aren't real good at, like, the Bible part. And that holds true. I got <laughs> not real good on the Bible stories. Like, I just imagine my mom being like, you need to be quoting the Bible. I'm like, mother, Avatar 320 says, uh, <laughs> we must. <laughs> the book of Book of Iroh, chapter 14, <laughs> episode 4 says. <laughs> but there's there's so much wisdom in, in, in this. And also, it's not like, okay, this, you know, never mind, this sounds really sad. Like, there's, I don't know, reading through, like, old, old translated <laughs> stuff sometimes. Well, there's There's so many, like, metaphors in the bible and stuff like, well and just i mean like, it has it's easy, been translated it's easier for uh, a camel it's easier jesus be like it's easier for a camel to go through a needle than a rich man to get through the kingdom of god like what <laughs> and then the what? eye of the needle in reality references it's like a reference to like a crowded city center at the entrance of a city or whatever right but like you don't know that without context it just sound like the eye of an actual needle uh, Bible has a lot of great stuff. Go read it. Or yeah, go read it. I, we're probably back. You know, Chris, the fact that Avatar I, I does... I don't read it enough. I t- wouldn't, wouldn't kill me to look, open it once in a while. Uh, Chris, the fact that Avatar does books and chapters is kind of amusing because you really could be like, I wrote book three, chapter 14, he says <laughs> to Zuko. <laughs> Imagine reading it like a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> like like a bat like a Southern Baptist black pastor, and Iroh said, "You must never give in to despair. Allow yourself to slip down that road, and you surrender to your lowest instincts." Now, church, did you hear me? Lower instincts—that is the devil. The devil is your lower instincts. I've never been to black church until today, Chris. This is exciting for me. Oh, <laughs> It's it's time. Um, people say, "Amen, Pastor." Amen. I'd follow along. I would, I would blend in, except well, except for visibly. Um, I'm trying my best. Oh, uh, okay. That's a great quote, though. And there again, if you you strip away the avatar and like you just got a good strong piece of life advice right there. Okay. Chris, I'm at number eight, I believe, and I picked 
The true mind can weather all lies and illusions without being lost. The true heart can Pre touch. Preacher. <laughs> the true heart can touch the poison of hatred without being harmed. Since beginningless time, darkness thrives in the void, but always yields to purifying light. This one is like more wordy, probably than you like your like top quotes to be. But I think it's very useful. I you, if to... I... Sorry, sorry for No, if I honestly put this quote and then put <laughs> then put Matthew or or John five sixteen, he'll be like, oh okay. All right. Well, I here in our that, but... our what knowledge that we have is you know founded in Christian. You insert your religion's famous person here and put this yeah. quote behind it. Probably sounds pretty good. <laughs> Um, no, what I like, I, I mean, I think this is the idea of like being a good person for good person's sake or just for the, being a good person for the sake of being good. And if you have that in your heart and in your mind as you proceed and you're, and you're true to that, then nothing, nothing can, nothing external, no external forces can impact you or have to be able to necessarily impact you. So I don't know. That's just a great piece of life advice. If you can hang on to that, it's not the catchiest sounding quote that you'll hear today, but uh, mm -hmm. very powerful wisdom of the lion turtle to Aang. Yeah. All right. My number seven. Oh, number seven. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Only justice will bring peace. From Kyoshi and her advice to Aang. Now, I... I know in context, Kelsey is, is like saying, go kill the Fire Lord. Mm -hmm. But there's more to it than, than that, right? Because people, like people often confuse justice with punishment. And that's not the case. And this goes also to Batman Begins. And Batman Begins goes to this also. Um, or, they, or they confuse justice... Uh, Batman Begins, also known as Batman the New Testament. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so justice, real true justice, justice is harmony. Justice is about making amends for things that things, terrible things cannot repeat themselves again. Um, and, you know, and also this goes, this quote is, you know, <clears throat> It, it was used in civil rights, like no justice, no peace. That's the same as that thing. Because what people are asking for is, it's harmony. It's like provide us with equality, provide us with ways to make some type of amendment to things that have happened, to terrible things that have happened. And without justice, it is hard to get to a peaceful place because there are all nothing has ha happened took place to reconcile these terrible uh, some type of terrible action. So that quote, I think, is uh, is very uh, illuminating because I think people often forget or don't think about what true justice is. That man, that's a lot of number seven. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I got number six, and this is probably the, I won't say the weirdest one, but the one that doesn't, the one that you have to see, like, in the context of Avatar, really, but maybe not necessarily, is let go your earthly tether, enter the void, empty, and become wind. And it's Zaheer quoting 
I forget his name. Dying here. Guru Lahima. Guru Lahima. Um, and to me, what that is is they're getting sort of if you if you personally let go of sort of of your <clears throat> of your earthly tethers or the things that pull you away from uh, you can take it to mean being a good person or trying to get to an afterlife or or whatever but if you let go of those earthly tethers that's how you do that they're, they're earthly desires worldly needs what have you whatever you want to call it it probably can apply to a million different people a million different ways um but just the idea that whatever it is you're trying to achieve if you have earthly tethers weighing you down, you have to loose those in order to achieve it, probably. Um, also, I just think it sounds really cool when here says it out loud. That played a role. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great quote. My number five. Uh, number five. Sometimes the best way to solve your own problems is to help someone else. This is from Iro. Very oh, small statement, but I I feel like it's so true. Even though it doesn't seem true all the time, right? Like you have a problem, it's like, all right, what, what does helping someone else do? But it does <laughs> in a way. Because one thing you, you, I think in doing that, you put your own problems aside and you understand that other people have issues that they need help with. It is, uh, very humbling to do something like that. And it's very altruistic to do something like that. I think it helps you. Excuse me. I think it helps give you a sense of value too. Like when you can actually do something for somebody else, Uh, you know, if you're feeling a little down on yourself, uh, lacking some confidence or a little self-esteem, not that you should go into it with like the selfish intentions or whatever, but I think it's a good way of, of, of sort of, reminding yourself of the value you have yeah and even in like a very um halfway using this like even at work or like if i have a problem like if, if i'm like in a rut and i don't know like how to solve this problem like all right let me go help someone else and like oftentimes those things i can find a solution somehow i don't know, taking my mind off my own issues and focus on others it's one of those things that like this advice isn't the most concrete proven uh, advice, but without a doubt, I think it works. The hardest part is convincing yourself in the moment that it will help. Right? Like, if you are running up against that or you're in a rut or whatever, uh, and you, like, I don't know if you see that, it's like, why would I do something for somebody else? Like, I'm struggling with this with me right now. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, if you can get over that hump, I firmly believe it to be generally true most of if not all the time doesn't have to be anything big what number am i on number four yes you are number four this i wanted it to be number well two or my number one however you want to look at it but damn it iroh just has too many cool things that he says pride is not the opposite of shame but rather its source that i don't that just that that's probably the first time in a cartoon that that I'm having like in a complete internal moral dialogue because of something I just heard out of an animated <laughs> character's mouth. Not just like a light moral, like oh yeah, I never thought of that, but like an actual full no. conversation with myself 
about like, oh, I never thought of pride that way. I never thought of shame that way. Do I even know what pride is or what it can lead yeah. to? Like, uh, yeah. like a full on internal, or maybe I was alone when I saw the episode the first time. So it could have been external. Could have been saying it out loud. Um, yeah. Talk, talk to myself yeah. a little bit about that one. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great quote. I'll talk about that one later. Maybe perhaps. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, Ma, you have anything else to add to that? No, just I'm still thinking about it right now. <laughs> it's a it's a terrific quote, Sean. My uh, so we're at number three. My number three is Iro again. A lot Iro shows up. I, it's unfair, man. Iro and has, he's got Iro has four of my five top four. It ain't it ain't and right. It's, it's, this is what it is like, and maybe that's part of what was missing because like most of these quotes are from Alfred Last Airbender. Uh it's not that Legend Core doesn't have a lot of great quotes, it does. Weird thing is is like I feel like Legend Core uh, the things that the character that like Korra is going through and Tenzin and some couple of characters are going through, I think are far more applicable. But the quotes in Avatar are just really Iro and there's some really good ones in Legend Core as well. Iroh is just the the perfect narrative storm of like the wizened character, but from like a source and a place that you wouldn't expect, and like still yes. lovable, still dangerous. You don't know what to think about him through like one and a half seasons or one and a half books. Yeah. Like he just is it's a perfect storm about... of saying a quote, but then also being delivered in a very memorable way. The thing about Iroh is that I feel like Iroh <clears throat> is the closest to the end of his character arc, and so he everything he's learned. He's learned mostly everything he's going to learn. A long, uh, like, I feel like... tremendous, like big swooping, not flatline character arc, but an actual arc, a big one. So like that character on Legend of Korra is like Tenzin, but Tenzin, <clears throat> and it's not a, it's not a shade on his character. He's a, he's a well-written character. He's not complete. He's well, still and... going on that character arc. And so all of his, he, he says wise things throughout the show He's still learning. Like he's he's halfway through. I think when we meet him, he's he, halfway through his growth. Well, and he has an arc, but Tenzin started as a good guy, being raised by good guys. You know what I mean? Like he has an arc, but it just doesn't have this this extra flair of of context that Iroh has in his favor. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and honestly, even just the voice acting too, right? Like mm, hard yeah, not to girl. love Iroh. Uh, oh, I didn't say the quote. Anyway, the quote is, if you look for the light, you can often find it. But if you look for the dark, that is all you'll ever see. Uh, this is from Legend of Korra. And this one episode alone, uh, it is like the Spirit Library episode, or the Spirit World episode, or I think it's called The Guide, where Korra goes into Spirit World. The previous Iroh quote is from the same episode. Where Korra gets lost in Spirit World, she meets Iroh. And I love this quote. To me, this quote is all about optimism. Like and I, I hear this quote like every day in my head, right? It's like if you look for the light, you can often find it. If you look for good things and situations, it's you can often find it. But when you think about that negativity, when you look, when you're just looking for the darkness and you're staying in the darkness, that is like consuming, and that's all you will see. 
I think it feels like superficially like the the simplest like I wrote that's barely inspirational. Like you just say like, hey, if you look for this thing that you'll see this thing, or if you look for that thing, then you'll see that thing. But it's it's like so universally pervasive. I don't even know how to, it. It's it's very literal, but you can't you can't get around it. You you absolutely need to to put it into action you need to realize it you can't just read it at face value it's not deep it's not complex it's very straightforward but that doesn't mean it's not profound uh chris anything else on that one nope my number um my top pick my favorite quote from either one our number two overall life happens wherever you are whether you make it or not Always, that's my that's my self motivation when I'm like sitting around and I have those days where I just like, oh yeah, man, I'm x x years old. You know, what am I doing? I, am I supposed to be doing something else? How am I feeling? How am I doing? You know, as a as a husband, as a human, as a worker. That like in terms of inspirational quotes, uh, I mean, I don't know. I repeat this one to me a lot to motivate myself to do anything to be better at insert word here. I came from Iroh. Uh, as yeah. you might guess. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I like this quote because this quote is like <clears throat> like I must just deal with it. Like whatever circumstances you're in, like you have to you have to make the best of it. You have to, you know. Uh oh I am very nonchalant because sometimes I'm just like, all right, I got, I got to make this work. Like life, life happens and I don't have full control over all of it. It like alludes to, um, I, I don't know. It's like at the exact same time, it alludes to like life being short. So do something while at the exact same time, like it, you, you can only do what you can do. Like it, I don't know if they're again, it's very sort of simple to read, but it, I find it very, very motivating to, to, to move myself emotionally what? or literally just sometimes literally to like get out of the, the chair and do anything. All right. My number one, our number one, which I, if we, so with Sean, Sean shared with his list and I looked through and I was like, holy crap, like, I don't have none of these, except for this one. <laughs> this is the one quote that was on both of our lists. It's a very appropriately ranked. Uh, so, uh, Sean mentioned it just now. I think it was technically number four. Uh, or maybe number, I don't know, number four. Mm-hmm. Like Ira says, pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source. True humility is the only antidote to shame. Like you, Sean. Watching this episode, I was like, what what the heck did he just say? Like it was <laughs> I don't know who wrote that line. But it was Somebody was like oh, thinking about the cardinal sins when they wrote that line, man, and they they hit a profound button. Yeah, cause I was like, I don't wait. Rewind that. Pride it's not the opposite of shame, but it's a source. Can you remind me though exactly what is if if he can, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but like what Zuko's exact 
line before this is that I'm not ashamed. Uh, I'm very proud. Or, but yeah. I so remember. Zuko. So Iroh tells him like, "Listen, Zuko. Like, you have to humble yourself." He's like, "I'm not ashamed. As proud as ever." He's like, "No, Zuko. Pride is not the opposite of shame, but a source. True humility is the only antidote to shame." And then, uh, right, because. He said, I think he says, wait, let me look it up exactly. Because I'm going to be... I mean, that is essentially what was said. No, I was going to say, I, if I had a dollar, I would happily wager it that you just nailed it. <laughs> I just... I freaking search? I think... I, I don't know how to say it without, like, sounding chastising towards, like, people or, or behavior, but... Uh, but people have different views or seem to perceive differently what pride is and what it means and you know it's 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 sort of importance um and i think this is a a beautiful lesson of iroh teaching zuko and hopefully and apparently teaching me alone in my dorm room as well (laughs) about what it is that zuko was actually feeling and why during a very emotionally challenging time that at some point we all go through to some degree Maybe not to Zuko's degree. Maybe worse. Inside you. Heat turmoil. <laughs> Can you hear that? You yeah. Let go of your feelings of shame if you want to anger. It's actually pretty clear. I don't feel any shame at all. I'm as proud as ever. Hey, Zuko. Pride is not the opposite of shame. It's false. True humility is the only antidote to shame. Ah, he sounds so good. <laughs> oh, such good voice acting. Yeah, it is. Um, So, in my presentation... So we had, so one of the trainings that was talking about this was just a TED Talk. It was a TED Talk by Brene Brown, who was this, like, she's really behaving like this renowned. Uh, speaker? It's inspirational speaker type of deal. Or even theorist. Like, like she was on, like, Oprah talking about this stuff. Um, she was talking about the power of vulnerability and how, like, so, like, this was what I ended my presentation on because I thought it was so powerful. Um, she was saying that, like, all the stuff in life that brings you joy and, and comfort and good things came from you being vulnerable, right? But, like, we often aren't vulnerable because we don't want to feel shame. We're so afraid of feeling shame. Like, we're afraid to, like, ask someone hey, do you want to do this? Or you know, we're afraid of rejection. We're afraid that we're going to be ashamed. And like, like holy crap, like, I, I get that. Like, you know, throughout my life, I, there've been times just like, oh, I don't want to travel to a sports team. Like, I might not make it. Like, what if so-and-so, like, I'm going to be ashamed and stuff. Probably any time like, that you've told yourself, I don't want to do X because Y, this is probably at the root of that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like sometimes in meetings, I'm like, oh, I don't want to speak up because I want to make a fool of myself. <laughs> um, or, other than that, and, you know, I'm, I'm being ashamed of something. Um, and like, and oftentimes in meetings, I'm like, all right, I got to have the right answer to, to, to before I speak. And I don't. I don't need the right answer. Oftentimes, I just need to show that I have an answer. I've thought about something. Um, and like, and there's a pride in there, a pride of thinking that I gotta be right. No, I need to be vulnerable and humble enough to say, 
I might get this wrong. I might not deliver something the best way or have the best answer, but I have to put myself out there and I have to give up this prideful notion that I have to be perfect. Some of that is workplace culture, and I don't mean specific to your workplace so much as like the American workplace, and probably a lot of workplaces yeah. around the world, right? Like, like the, oh, some of that we take these less. things that could be opportunities or learning opportunities, but but because of that culture or, or that stigma that we hold, that's probably accurate to some degree. They're not learning opportunities, and people don't want to have that to to use the time for that. Yeah. Oh, there's been times I've been chastised for for not speaking. The thing is, I look back on on those. I'm like, those people weren't being good leaders. Like, yeah. through this leisure program, I'm in, I realize like that person like calling me out in front of everybody, even though they don't they have no clue what the heck I was going through, like trying to cover for two different positions and train other people and stuff. And like, oh, I get one little thing wrong in this. And then after that, now I got to like, oh, I got to be absolutely perfect and stuff. Um, yeah. But anyway, and that's, it, that's not just Payless, right? That's probably a large yeah. percentage of workplace culture in the United States, if I had to guess. That's my new, my, you know, the place I'm at now is not like that. Like they're, mine, their culture is just different. Mine depends, man. It's like a, right in my immediate team uh, where it's like I have a lot of, comfort and, and trust established and we have that good rapport but then there's still some meetings where i go to is like i have bullet points of things that i'm allowed to say <laughs> written down in advance um yeah. so man it's 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 tough in there but uh but hey to iro's iro's point or to i forget the ted talk lady's point like making yourself vulnerable is how you can learn and how you can grow yeah um yeah i mean doing and this goes beyond this is like every day life right like like it's vulnerable to go ask a girl out <laughs> but uh to put yourself out there it's vulnerable to put our podcast out there like i remember i was so hesitant to do my first youtube video because it's like yeah oh, should I it's not gonna this? be like, as good as this, this person's or that person's mm-hmm. which yeah. honestly if you're having that conversation with yourself in earnest like, to me, that already says, A, you're probably not just putting out some garbage. Like, you've clearly invested some kind of thought into it already, and you care about it to some degree. You're not just, like, publishing clickbait for views. You know what I mean? But, yeah. uh... Yeah. Uh, Chris, I'm going to give you a gift, and that's that you picked such a fantastic quote for number one. I'm going to say, all right, well, we have to dump my number four out, because it's the same quote, and that opens up a new spot at number ten. And that's my segue to honorable mentions, but what's your new number ten? Chris, you get one more. Ooh, new number 10. Okay. What's your, um, what's your first that didn't make it? And then we'll talk some like lightning round, honorable mentions. So, Iroh again. Uh, destiny is a funny thing. You never know how things are going to work out. But if you keep an open mind and an open heart, I promise you will find your own destiny someday. As Iroh speaking to Prince Zuko, like shortly after he was banished, and uh, I think that's all about just like keep driving. Like sometimes, sometimes throughout my career, like, I feel lost. Right now, I'm at somewhat of a crossroads because I'm just like, I need, to, I need to get a new position. I need to like, I want to be a manager. I'm because I want to help people and doing stuff. I need more responsibility, stuff like that. But right now, 
I don't know where that's going to lead to. And that's fine. Like, I just got to, you know, as I will say, like, keep an open mind and open heart to things, and you eventually find what your destiny is. But people go throughout life not knowing what they want to do or what they can be, what they can do. But just keep, you know, keep open mind, keep open heart, and things will work out. I mean, we've got three or four different quotes here that all allude to the same concept of, like I said, the, the life happening, whether you're there or not, uh, you know, yeah. picking your own destiny. Uh, this quote kind of directly alluding to like, hey, you can have a destiny and, and a purpose or whatever, but like you're in charge of that to just essentially just like getting up and going and, and doing your thing and doing you and learning and growing as yourself, forging your own path. Uh, four or five different quotes here that all sort of point to like you individually finding a way to be a a, a wholesome person uh chris i'll sign off that's a new number 10 right there i'll happily sign off on that quote um can we jump into some honorable mentions honorable mentions just quick lightning round a little back and forth till we run out i don't have too many uh um, right, i'll go first yeah please or since since there's a pause uh, Tenzin, I wish this one would have made it. I really love this quote. Tenzin, admitting your fears is the first and most difficult step in overcoming them. Beautiful and accurate. Uh, my first honorable mention does need a little context because you kind of have to know it's Korra and that she's the avatar for it to be really impactful. But it's, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing half the time, which to me is important because she's the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a... Arrow, while it's always best to believe in oneself, a little help from others can be a great blessing. Absolutely believe it. I think I feel like I've needed that throughout my life. Uh, one time Zuko tried to be inspirational, and he said, sometimes clouds have two sides, a dark and a light, and a silver lining in between. It's like a silver sandwich, so when life seems hard, just take a bite out of the silver sandwich. That, that is like such a dumbed-down version of the find the light in the if you look for the light in the dark. well that's why it's beautiful though right it's because it's yeah, zuko yeah. trying to channel that like trying to channel that wisdom and that energy and doing it very poorly but he tried and that's meaningful to me um my iro again it's important to draw wisdom from many different places if you take it from only one place it becomes rigid and stale Understanding others, the other elements, the other nations will help you become whole. That's a really good one. Because that, to me, that's people need that in life, right? You can't just keep taking stuff from one place. You will, your wisdom will become rigid and stale. It won't be wise. Do, do we need to do an episode that's just like top ten IRO quotes at some point? Oh, we we will one day. Yes. Okay. No, we've got to give it some time in between this one because that's basically what we did. But you know, <laughs> we'll specify. Yeah. Um, Chris, I'm out of serious ones, but I just want to throw an honorable mention out to literally everything that comes out of Sokka's mouth, including such gems as my first girlfriend turned into the moon. It's the quenchiest. Okay, so that, that was the one that I was questioning your quotes. I was like, these aren't that inspirational. No, well, and because at that point I was just thinking about my favorite things, and that's always Sokka. Uh, it's the quenchiest. This is the kind of wacky time-wasting nonsense I've been missing. I'm just a guy with a boomerang. I didn't ask for all this flying and magic. <laughs> I feel like that I found last. that one to be somewhat inspirational. Yeah, that could be mildly inspirational. 
My first girlfriend turned in the moon could be a metaphor. It's just that to him, it's not a metaphor. It's very literal. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll ring off my last one to several. Of them. Please, yeah, um, go ahead. <laughs> uh, sometimes life is like this dark tunnel. You can't always see the light in the tunnel, but if you keep, if you just keep moving, you will come to a better place. I love that one. Sometimes cool. life is like a secret tunnel. Katara. Uh, oh, side note. There was a couple <laughs> different ones from Katara that I was thinking of. Uh, Katara is probably the second most inspirational person in Avatar Last Airbender. Which I don't think she gets enough credit for that. That fits her vibe, though. I like that. Uh, I know sometimes it hurts more to hope and it hurts more to care. But you have to promise me that you won't stop caring. That's such a good one. Uh, Arrow, there's nothing wrong with letting the people you love help you. Uh, Zuko, he says at the end, which someone wrote Man, a comment. That last one, that could be about, Iroh, like trying to help somebody through serious depression right there. That's potent. Yeah, he's talking to Toph in that <clears> one. Um, Zuko, about if we want to heal the world, we have to make it a, bring in a, an era of peace and kindness. He's talking to his dad, and his dad just laughs in his face, like, gosh, freaking... <laughs> you idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Katara, I'll never ever turn my back on people who need me. Rupa Deek, uh, about the, like, the illusion of the separation of people. I won't go into the whole thing, but it was a good one. Uh, Cora, I needed to understand what real suffering was so I could become more compassionate to others. That one popped up on uh -huh. a lot when I was scouring for ideas. Yeah. Uh, Tenzin, true wisdom begins when we accept things as they are. So that's uh, all my honorable mentions. Beautiful. We really could do, like I said, maybe in like a year or something after we let it cool down, we can just do Iroh. Book of Iroh. All ten chapters. <laughs> Book of Iroh. Our, our mothers will scold us, tell us to go back to church <laughs> or something. Um, uh, my mom be like, I saw that Arab in the symbol, looked like three sixes to me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is three sixes. Yeah, I was thinking it was four, but no, it's just the three little waves. Mm -hmm. huh. What they trying to uh, do to okay. us over oh. there, Nick? Nick, Nick, turning you kids into the devil. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Okay. Facebook. Thank you for uh Facebook people. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah, give me some of the the people's uh, favorites. All right. Uh, Lache Booth. Uh, talked about. Iroh's advice to Aang, which there was a lot of stuff. There's stuff about the Dark Tunnel. Yeah. There was stuff about um, about prioritizing love over power. That was a great one. Um, you know, you... Caitlin says, uh, Zuko quote, if we don't want the world to destroy itself, we need to replace it with an era of peace and kindness. Mm -hmm. Just talk about that one. Beautifully chosen. Um, uh, top quote, there's no different angle, no clever solution, no trick trickety trick that's going to move that rock. you got to face it head on. Yeah, that is life sometimes. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with letting people you love help you. Probably not the opposite of shame, but the source. You can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel. But if you're moving forward, come to a better place. Oh, this was the group particular here. The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. Things you think are separate and different are actually one and the same. We are all one people, but we live as if divided. Ooh, Patek was spitting, man. Uh, I wanted to take my... Oh, oh, this is Katara. I wanted to take out all my anger on him, but I couldn't. I don't know if it's because I'm too weak or because I'm strong enough not to. 
really great guitar moment. Let's talk about you going to fail a lot before things work, even though you fail over and over again. You have to try every time. You can't quit because you're afraid you'll fail. Again, that is a lot about uh, being vulnerable. I know sometimes it hurts more to hope and it hurts more to care, but you have to promise that you'll care. You can't knock me down. That's Katara. It's time for you to look inward and start asking yourself the big question. Who are you and what do you want? Of course, that's Iroh. Well, as always, best to believe in oneself. A little help from others can be a great blessing. And then the, it's important to draw wisdom from many different places, quote. And then Caitlin's quotes from Legend of Korra are, I'm not a reflection of my father. I am Tenzin. Even though we should learn from those who came before us, we must also forge our own path. Accept what happened to you. Don't fear what might have been. You know, that's a really good one. So in this training about resilience that we talked about, like, and this lady was talking who like lost her family and stuff like that she was like i just had to like accept it like life happens she said like shit happens like and that helped me get over it uh admitting your fears is first and most difficult step in overcoming them if you look for the light you can often find it uh when you base your expectations only on what you see you bind yourself to the possibilities of a new reality it's such a great to hear quote and like one thing, it's a BA quote. Like, and then he like beats the crap out of prison guards shortly after that. But it's inspirational quote nonetheless. I mean, it inspired uh, him in the moment. Yeah. Uh, you need to make decisions based on what you want. Don't make the same mistake I did. All right, and then there's Riley Wendover. There's so many. I can't choose one. LOL. Uh, yeah. Uh, T.L. Yeah, said, come on, then, Appa. Yep, yep, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's some quotes from Facebook. Had a few from the Twitter sphere. Let me go there real quick. Chris, while you look for the Twitter sphere quotes, I'm going to read you some of Varric's most inspirational quotes. <laughs> oh. A man has a right to blow up his own property, and he Varric'd himself because some girls you <laughs> lead him. Not inspirational, just enjoyable. <laughs> Do the thing, that's pretty inspirational. It's very literal. <laughs> okay, I'm done. It's like, it's, like, it's like Nike. Do the thing. It's just do the thing. Oh, Chris, I want a tattoo that says do the thing now. I don't have any tattoos, oh, but maybe that's number one. Uh, so from Twitter, uh, Tony... It says, it's time to ask yourself one question. Who are you? What do you want? Iroh. Uh, Solomon had it, like a bunch of them. In the darkest of times, hope is something you give yourself as meaning or inner strength. When we reach our lowest point, we are open to the greatest change. I don't think either one of us said that. but it's, No, we didn't. Uh, that was from that's great. Dang. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh, I forgot this one. Holy crap. Failure is only the opportunity to begin again, only this time more wisely. That's from Uncle Iroh. Uh, sick of tea, that's like being sick of breathing. Almost, uh, Persephone said almost every quote by Eska about Bolin as her husband. Mm. Great choices. Uh, Michael says, Sometimes life, uh, sometimes life is like this dark tunnel, you can't always see the light. You know, that quote. So, lots of great quotes from everyone. Uh, thank you all for sharing. Like, like this, just an hour of just hope. Hope, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Uh, no, uh, lots of great quotes. An hour of wholesomeness, almost beginning to end. 
the last Varric one that I forgot to share was lie big and leave fast. <laughs> I love Varric. Oh, goodness. Um, Chris, thanks for the idea. This was delightful. Thank you all for contributing on the various social media platforms. Of course, we'd love to hear them if you have any that you'd like to comment on this video. And while you're down there, if you don't mind hitting any kind of comments or bells or subs or reviews that you're willing to click for us, we appreciate them all. All very meaningful. Thank you so much in advance. My name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Board, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. This has been Avatar The Last Podcasters, and we will see you next time. Adios. Hold on to these quotes. <laughs> All of them. Right? Because you thought they were beyond your reach previously. Write all ten of them down and repeat them to yourself every morning. Tattoo them on your lower back. Do the thing. Look in the mirror. Do the but thing. do it back.